Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey, y'all. Hey, happy Money Making Monday, rich girls. We're back for episode three of season two of the Money Mindset Queen podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here with me today. And I first want to uplift you. I want to give you a quick word of encouragement. I hope that you're either starting your day off on an amazing note or that you are ending your day off on an amazing note. And I just want you to know that you a boss, period. Okay? So if you had any type of day, I just want to thank you so much for carving out the time to spend with me to chat today. And this is going to be a good episode, y'all. What we're going to talk about today is when good finances meet opportunity. I'm going to say that again for y'all. When good finances meet opportunity. You can't walk in your purpose if you're broke. Now, here, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm talking to retired broke girls. We're not talking to, to the rich girls right now. We're talking to the girls that know what it's like to be a little broke, to lack funds a little bit, okay? Essentially, we're going to talk about how being broke can actually impact the opportunities that are lined up for you. I know this sounds crazy to y'all. Like, how do my finances impact anything, right? But if you've been listening along and following along with my story, you will realize that the real glow up happened when I took control of my finances. You will see that all throughout season one. Because it wasn't just about making money, it was about knowing how to manage my money, right? So I could talk to you all day about how to get a promotion at work. What are the steps to take to negotiate a raise at work? I can talk to you all day about that. I can talk to you all day about money management. But let's talk about what happens if we don't take actions on our finances and it actually begins to affect opportunities. Okay, lacking funds is stressful. Okay, and it could cause you to perform differently than you would. The type of stress that some people have out here these days on whether or not They're going to be able to catch up on their mortgage and have a place to live, a place for them and their family to live is the probably the biggest stressor you'll ever come across. Right. So when we think about that, imagine, right. Medical bills on top of that. Imagine trying to save a little bit for retirement. My younger rich girls, y'all may not be thinking about retirement right now, but my girls in y'all 30s, mid 30s, oh, we talking about it. (laughs) We're thinking about it. My girls in your 40s, your 50s, we're talking about it. 
Okay. Retirement. When can I retire? Uh, How much am I going to be making a month when I retire? What's going to happen when I retire? That's heavy stress. Credit card debt. Knowing that if you don't have access to your cash, you don't have any other means of financing something could be extremely stressful for us. Good finances meet opportunity. The title of this episode today is You Can't Walk in Your Purpose If You're Broke. Now, I know what you're going to say. Oh, but Candace, there's all of these influencers and entrepreneurs on Instagram that say that they started a business with their account in the negative. And that may be true. And God bless them. And I wish them much success. But most of us, when we decided to start a business, we had to put up some money. We had to make some sort of financial sacrifice. Okay. So let's talk about that. When you sit down with your pen and paper and you think to yourself, what is my purpose? Most people go a long time without figuring out their purpose. Most people may never figure it out. And I'm going to I'm going to make the I'm going to share the unpopular opinion that that's okay. That's okay because people may not know how to go about finding their purpose. First, you got to get some sort of clarity. Okay, and if you're not following Life Coach Nadia on Instagram, please go to Instagram right now and follow her page because she hones in on clarity and how important it is to be able to walk in your purpose. What I'm going to talk about today is getting your finances together so that you can take advantage of opportunities, right? So it's, it's extremely aligned, but some people don't even know how to discover their purpose. So go get a session in with my girl. Second to that, we don't want to find our purpose. Some people might sit at home and say, this is it for me. I don't want to do anymore. I don't want to achieve anymore. I'm good right here where I'm at. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But I'm not necessarily addressing that audience today. I'm addressing the women who want to walk in purpose, and who understand that that takes money. And if your finances are together, you could be missing out on opportunities. And if it's one thing that I would hate is for any woman out there in the universe to miss out on an amazing opportunity because they weren't able to get their money together. It's a sad, sad case. And I'm going to give y'all a real live example. I had a friend some years ago. We're no longer friends, but, you know, no hard feelings or anything like that. We just outgrew each other, right? Well, one day I'm sitting in my apartment in Richmond, chilling, watching TV, and I get a call from her. And she is obviously upset. So I say, hey, what's up? You know, as the Pisces in my friend group, most people call me you know, for advice, when they're upset, when they just want to talk through something. I'm typically very level-headed, although I'm Latina, and I typically give really good advice. So she calls me and she's really upset. And I'm like, hey, sis, what's wrong? Essentially, this call was a call to borrow money. 
but it sparked something in me when I heard her tell me why she needed this money. And it really resonated with me because I had been there. I knew what she was going through. So said friend says, hey, Candace, listen, I had been putting myself out there on LinkedIn because at the time she really, really hated her job, right? Like a lot of people have been there. Stress comes with every job, but some things we're just not the right fit for. So it was an extremely stressful environment. She had been putting her resume out there. She had been doing everything that it takes to find something new. And finally, she gets a random call from a random number in California. She had been picking up all random calls because when you're looking for a job, you pick up all random calls. You don't, you, you don't even, even uh, unknown or even uh, scam likely. <laughs> you pick them up. <laughs> you never know. And so she picked up the phone and there was this recruiter on the line and they said, hey, look, like we'd love to interview you. We'd love to bring you on board, actually, I think was was what she said was was their exact statement. I'd like to bring you on board. Could you be in California because she was living on the East Coast? They asked her, could you be in California by Thursday of this week? Now, time off wasn't an issue. She could have easily went to work and said, hey, I need Thursday and Friday off. And she could have spent the weekend in Cali. The issue was the money. She didn't have the funds, right? So here we are on the phone and I'll share with y'all what my story was with that. My story wasn't as, um, as dramatic, I would say, but I had a similar story to this, right? So she says to the recruiter, as anybody says, she lies. Sure, absolutely. And she hangs up the phone and she's like, I'll figure it out. I was the first person she called. Most of my friends knew that I was pretty good with finances and my friends weren't the type of friends who, if they borrowed money from me, it's like I had to chase them. Like we were all in a space where we borrowed from each other. If we needed it and a friend had it, we borrowed from each other. It's not like it is today where, you know, people don't pay people money back. No, nobody got time for that. So for me, it wasn't a matter of should I lend it to her or not, but I felt like I needed to have a deeper conversation with her about why she didn't have three or $400 saved up just to get this flight. Now, don't get me wrong. The ideal would have been to fly in Thursday, interview, and spend a weekend in Cali and enjoy yourself a little bit, right? Because you deserve that. Instead, she had to call a friend, borrow the minimum, fly in and fly back out, right? So now, instead of this being this very exciting moment for her, it actually brought on a huge amount of stress because for 30, 40 minutes there, she didn't know if she was actually gonna be able to make this happen and actually interview for her dream job. So understand This alone, this example alone displays how you got to have money to make money, right? Later on, we find out that they were going to reimburse her for the hotel stay if she wanted to stay. They just needed her to get everything in advance, right? 
So you need to go cop this plane ticket right now. You need to go book this hotel room right now and we'll we'll reimburse you. But you got to do it now. You ever been in a situation where somebody say you got to pay for this now and we'll give you the money back? Nah, y'all ain't never did tuition reimbursement. (laughs) So this was the situation. She just had to have the money on hand now. She was going to get it back. But she didn't have it. And so... It was by the grace of God that I happened to have extra money around. And I say extra because if that was bill money, please believe, wouldn't have been able to help the homie. You would have had to figure it out, right? But I had these extra funds around and I really wanted to see her win. But everybody don't got friends like me. And sometimes you got to get it out the mud. You got to get it yourself. Or guess what? You have to turn the opportunity down. And that right there should be devastating enough to you to get those finances in order. You can't walk in your purpose if you are broke. Point blank, period. If you add on the stress that financial burdens bring to your life, along with opportunities that you're not able to take advantage of, that throws it all out the window. The opportunity may as well not even be there. Okay? So, anyway, point of that story is, She actually went to Cali, interviewed, flew right back. They offered her the job. She's living her best life now. Praise God, right? But had I not been there or had someone not been there for her, she may not have had the opportunity to go off and be great and work for the company of her dreams and make the salary of her dreams. And with the lack of stress that financial stability brings, now she can get out there and date. And, and go to brunch with friends and have a good time and live in the, the, the penthouse apartment she wanted to live in, right? Now you can do these things because you've removed the financial burdens because that one phone call literally changed her life, okay? So if you don't take anything from this, it's that, what's the saying? If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> That's the that's what it is. And that's what financial stability is about. It's not just about paying all your bills every month on time. Sometimes it's about having a cushion just in case you get that call. Just in case you get that call. So anyway, again, send my old friend good vibes. She's doing fantastic um, from what I can tell. Um, you know, you don't really unfriend people on Facebook. So from what I can tell, she's doing a fan, she's doing fantastic in life and I'm so happy for her. And I'm so grateful that I was able to help her in that situation, in that time of need, because Lord knows people have absolutely helped me and supported me during my time of need. So anytime I have the means or just the resources to help someone, please believe I'm going to do it. So I'm going to move into my story. It's a little less dramatic, but nonetheless, I missed out on an opportunity because my finances weren't where they needed to be. When I first moved to the Virginia Beach area, I had it on my heart and and mark my word, rich girls, it's still something I want to accomplish. I had it on my heart that I wanted to start flipping properties. 
I was on YouTube. I let the YouTubers get me. They made it sound so easy. Oh, you don't even have to use your own money, blah, blah, blah. I knew nothing about real estate investing, flipping properties, nothing. All I knew is that I wanted to run into a lick where I could flip a property without ever using my money. That was the goal. And it just so happens that I'm scrolling through. Was I scrolling through Instagram? I can't remember what I was scrolling through, but I was scrolling through something and I see that there's going to be a rich dad, poor dad seminar where this man comes and explains the book and then explains this opportunity related to real estate. And it just was like, whoa. But the best part about it was that it was free. (laughs) It was completely free. You just had to show up and it was like a nine to one type of session. So I had to take the day off of work. You had to show up at nine. Um, I don't I don't remember if they said you had to be dressed up, but I dress up for everything. So I dressed up, had my little black dress on, my blazer. I had a notebook. I was ready. I was ready. I said, because they about to put me on to game. And let me be clear. I love the seminar, but all they did was gas me up. They told this story about how someone flipped this property and never even used their money. And it was this amazing story. And I was just waiting. I I had my my notepad ready. I had my pen ready. I was just waiting for when they was going to drop the gems. And after about two and a half hours of them telling us stories of how great this opportunity is and how dope everything was, they said, now, if you turn around to the back of the room, you'll see some people with some tables and they're selling this program that's going to help you learn how to flip properties. (laughs) Listen, I'm from New York. Y'all know this. And you would have thought that I saw this coming, but I truly thought they was going to drop some game on me. They gassed me up the whole three hours, just gassed me up and then said, if you pay us $500 today, right now, this is a huge discount. Pay us $500 today. We'll give you the whole package. Basically, we'll give you the whole game, the whole flipping real estate. If you, if you know me today, you know, I ain't flipping properties. Why? I didn't have a 500. I didn't have the 500. I was with a friend. I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was with a friend, but like me and my friend both ended up sort of showing up at this event together. And she is back there signing up. And I'm like, wow, I cannot believe that I'm going to have to walk out of here without signing up for this opportunity. This is really, it really, really bugged me. It really, really did something to me. And as good as my finances were, I was bragging, right? Like, oh, nah, my finances is lit. Like all my bills is paid. I'm getting myself out of debt. Everything's paid on time. Even my car note, because for whatever reason, in my early 20s, I just did whatever with my car note. When I had it, I paid it. It was awful. (laughs) But now that my finances, in my opinion, were in place, It was devastating to me that I couldn't drop 500 that day for this opportunity. I knew that whatever was in that book was going to be the knowledge that I needed. I knew it, but there was no way that I could pull $500 out of my pocket and pay them for that package. And that stayed with me. And to this day, I really... (laughs) No matter what my savings look like, looks like I always make sure I got $500 on hand. I don't know why, (laughs) but that's just the lesson that it taught me, right? Like 
Most of the time, you're going to run across opportunities that you might want to take advantage of. And they might be two or three hundred dollars like enrollment or, you know, some sort of some sort of fee to get started or get some knowledge. Or maybe you want to take some classes, whatever, whatever. But I've always kept five hundred dollars on deck because of this situation. I didn't want this to happen again. I didn't want to find myself in a room full of opportunity with no finances to meet that opportunity. Good finances meeting opportunity means that you can completely level up and change your life in the matter of an hour if you have the funds that it takes to do so. So the stress that we're under when our finances aren't where they need to be times opportunities that we have to pass up should be reason enough for us to want to become financially stable. And then some. I like to say financially free. In my opinion, financially free means debt free. It means that you don't owe anybody. You have a you have a house or a dream apartment, whatever that looks like for you. Everybody don't want a house. But financially stable? I've had to leave that behind. Because what that meant was that day that I saw that opportunity that day that I could have potentially got into the uh, real estate flipping property game, I did not have the finances that it took. I didn't have the resources that it took. I didn't have a friend that I could call and say, hey, could you lend me $500? Of course, my friend who purchased the course was like, look, like you can, you know, you can borrow it. We can do it together, et cetera, et cetera. But that wasn't the point. I wanted to be able to provide that opportunity to myself. And sometimes opportunities take money. Ask yourself a question like, if your dream employer called you right now and said, could you relocate to a new city for your dream job making seven, eight figures? Could you relocate in a week? Right? The truth of the matter is, most people can't. Most people can't. And this is the importance of building yourself up financially. In my last episode, we talked about how money can't buy happiness, but it can buy everything else though. (laughs) And in that episode, we talked about how being financially stable does sort of help or equate to some happiness. I'm not saying it's it's everything and it rules everything. And, you know, some people think money's the root of all evil. I, I hear you, right? And I'm not saying it's going to fix anything. But you damn sure going to feel better if you can take care of a medical bill or increase your percentage for your retirement or pay a credit card off. How good does that feel? When you pay a credit card off, that is as simple as that sounds. That is good finances meeting opportunity. This is an opportunity to eliminate debt. So let's bring it back to not being able to walk in your purpose if you're broke. (laughs) Because this is this is legit one of my favorite things to talk about. And I don't think a lot of people understand me when I say 
that. I think a lot of people say, oh, Candace, you know, well, you can figure it out. You don't have to have a lot of money and you don't have to have a lot of money, but you have to have resources. When I started the podcast, I had to purchase a microphone, right? I didn't have to get the fanciest microphone on the block, but I had to purchase a microphone. When I decided that I was going to repair credit, I needed all types of materials and resources, right? So you need money to be able to take up, to take advantage of certain opportunities. So my purpose-driven women out there, the, the few things that I want you to keep in mind when you are thinking about your financial situation, when you are revamping your financial plan, when you are getting ready to make a big purchase, when you're getting ready to increase your savings, et cetera, et cetera. What I want you to keep in mind is purpose isn't your choice. What you were put here to do, that isn't up to you. Purpose is deeply rooted inside of you. It's your responsibility to find it. It's your responsibility to walk in it. It's also your responsibility to position yourself to be able to walk in it. Okay. None of this is by mistake. Those ideas you have in your mind, those things you write down in your notebooks, those things that you might daydream about or, or dream about at night. None of that is by mistake. It's part of your purpose. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's something that you've not told anyone. Maybe you don't even want to tell your spouse or your family or your parents because you're like, ah, this idea is so crazy. What are they going to think? I need y'all to let that mindset go, by the way. But anyway, that's another episode for another day. But anyway, all of those things that, that are on your mind and that you want to accomplish are not by mistake. They are your purpose. They are the reason that you are here. Okay, they're not a plan. They're not a goal. It's not something that you drummed up in your mind. This is something that God placed on you. And I hate to put it this way, but the bare minimum that you can do is prepare yourself mentally, financially, physically, and emotionally for your purpose to take off. Okay. So it's not just about getting financially ready. It's about getting mentally ready. Things have turned up for me over the past couple months. I mean, I've been busy, busy. And I realized like, whoo, I got to get my mental right. I have to do things that are going to help me feel better throughout the day. I have to sleep right. I need to eat well. I need to not eat late so I can get up early, right? All of these things seem really easy and really simple, but people don't break down the financial piece of that. I need to start saving more because you know what? I am actually in the market to relocate. If, if there is a job out there for me and it's in another city or another state, I'm ready to relocate. Right. We don't break it down like that. We know what we need to do to feel mentally ready and, you know, mentally prepared and even emotionally prepared and typically to be physically prepared. You're, you know, working out a few times a week, drinking a lot of water, get your gallon in and all that. But do we talk about how to position yourself financially when that opportunity of a lifetime presents itself? Now, there are going to be other things that might be in the way, schedule, families, etc. 
but it should never be your bag. It should never be your money. Your money should never be the reason that you turn down an opportunity to elevate your life. And that's on Mary and um and all of them had lambs and everything. <laughs> okay, money should never be the reason that you cannot take full advantage of an opportunity that presents itself to you. So here's what we're going to do to wrap up the episode today. We're going to talk about some things that we can do to position ourselves to break that cycle and financially position ourselves to be ready. Number one, what's the problem? Identify the reason that your finances aren't where they need you to be or not where you want them to be, let's say. What's the problem? Are you spending too much? Are you not saving enough? Do you have too much credit card debt? On Wealth Wednesday last week, we talked about how to overcome financial anxiety. And what really jumped out to my listeners was to identify, right, where their focus needs to be. When people approach their financial journey, they think like, oh, I need to eliminate debt. I need to pay off credit cards. I need to pay this. I need to stop spending here. I need to budget. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to overwhelm yourself before you even start. What's the problem? Do you not make enough money? Do you need to make more money? That's a problem for a lot of people, but for a lot of people, it's really money management. Are you managing the money that you make the right way? I know a couple who make 50K a piece and they live like rock stars because they know how to manage their money. Next is taking advantage of your resources. Do you know how to take advantage of your resources? Most companies that people work for have so many programs and things to assist you. But we don't, y'all don't even look. Y'all don't even look on the website. Y'all don't ask nobody. Y'all just think this is how it is. But just how I mentioned tuition reimbursement earlier, if your dream career requires you to have another degree, why are you not taking advantage of tuition reimbursement? Why? Take advantage of the resources around you. Just like I went to that free class. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you up. You know, like I couldn't, I couldn't purchase the material, but I went to the class. I made time to go to the class that counted for something. And that's when this particular topic landed on my heart. And it's been there ever since I told y'all, I'm always have 500 on deck just in case. (laughs) Take advantage of the resources around you, whether that's within your company, whether that's within your state, if you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, whether that's your friends, I can't tell you, I'm not going to say a lot of my friends, but I've had a couple of friends that were embarrassed by their situation and like, didn't want to talk to me about credit. And I'm like, bro, I'm the expert. I'm the professional. Like I study this. Why would you not come to me? Take advantage of your resources. Lastly, stay focused, stay focused on your work, stay focused on your craft Whatever it is that is bringing you income, focus on that. Is it time to start thinking about a promotion at work? Is it time to start uh, 
raising your prices in your business? Is it time to just start eliminating frivolous spending? I love brunch and I love Target. Not expensive things, but over a month, if I go to Target enough and I go to brunch enough, I could have paid a bill off. I could have paid something off, right? So stay focused, not just on what brings you the money, but the plan for the money when you get it. Not just your income, but managing that income so that you can continue to position yourself for success. Don't be like my homegirl who didn't have the funds to take a trip to the West Coast for her dream job. Don't be like me and show up to an event where you thought you was going to get all the game and ended up it ended up having a $500 uh, price tag on it that you could not produce on. Don't be like us. Don't be like we used to be. Obviously, we're not in that same place anymore, but somebody out there might be. And y'all might need to hear this message. Focus on what's important. Stop getting distracted by the little events in your area and, you know, having to absolutely get this, you know, 13th notebook out of Ross or TJ Maxx or Marshall's. I love a good notebook, but listen here. I've not even put a dent in most of my notebooks. So I put myself on a restriction. I say, you know what? Until you use these notebooks and finish at least two, you can't buy another one. This is what we call parenting ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Focus on what's important. Keep the focus on your work, not just on your income, not just on your money, but how you're managing that money and where you can cut corners if you need to. Y'all already know I want us to live in abundance, but let's be clear. There are times where we need to sacrifice, okay? There are times where we need to say, you know what? I want this and I worked hard for it and I'm going to get it. Or let's say, I want this and I worked hard for it, but I'm going to wait, right? I'm going to wait. It ain't going nowhere. I mean, there are times where, you know, you might see something in a store and if you know that if you come back, it's going to be gone, but is your financial freedom more important. So when I say focus on what's important, that's what I mean. Is you becoming, is becoming financially stable and financially free more important than what you saw in a store that you thought, oh, that might not be there when I get back. What's more important? And that's the sacrifice that a lot of us need to make when it comes to our finances so that we do not get distracted and we don't lose sight of the true purpose. Okay. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed my storytelling today. I hope that you took something from it and I hope that you continue to position yourself to succeed. I hope that you think about this episode and and think about this the next time you are evaluating something in your life. The next time you're thinking about your financial freedom journey, Will you think about positioning yourself for that success that could come? Or are you going to go for instant satisfaction, instant gratification? I want these boots right now. Or do you want to put yourself in a position to buy a hundred of those boots in five years? That's the real question. So ladies and gentlemen who are listening, please remember that good finances meet opportunities as long as we have positioned ourselves 
for success. And you can't walk in your purpose if you're broke. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.